0: Welcome to Adults Only Comedy Berlin. Today we have Terence Wong.
1: Am I introducing myself? <laughs> no, you oh. just say oh.
0: <laughs> You're like, that's okay. the whole intro, yeah.
1: Yeah, so this is actually take uh, five. I messed up. It was worse before. <laughs> <laughs> it's the first take. Come on now.
0: But also today we're not in Berlin. We are in Paris, which uh, if I do anything with the video footage, you'll see behind us through the amazing view, actually. We've got, yeah, we're on the 13th floor. Yes. In your apartment, Terrence.
1: This is my apartment. You're staying here.
0: Yes, I am. Very gratefully on the couch. And we're sitting on the couch that is my bed. Yes. Okay, so we've introduced this. So uh, do you want to introduce yourself as something?
1: No. (laughs) Come on now.
0: (laughs) You're, okay, so you do comedy in, in, in Paris. You run a bunch of shows.
1: Yeah. So I'm American, but I've been living here for four and a half years, mm-hmm. started comedy three years ago, and went full-time comedy 18 months ago. And so, yeah, with all this extra time now, I can devote it completely to comedy, and it's, I've been able to use that time to add more and more shows. So right now, I do five a week.
0: That's a lot to
1: use. But two of them um, are open mics, and then I just sometimes don't go to my open mic.
0: <laughs> I like that. I yeah. Like, yeah, like, <laughs> it's for, for you, for you lowly people just scurry along and go to my open mic.
1: It's, I'm in Brussels when I don't go, because my girlfriend lives there. Mm-hmm. And then I have people who I work with, and they'll run it when I'm not there.
0: That's a good setup. Yeah. So five a week, that's, um, uh, yeah, I think the in Berlin there's like Chris Dering and Dragosu. Um, we're running or run as many, and then there's obviously cosmic comedy. But um, five for one person is a fuck ton.
1: It's um, you know it didn't start that way, um, but I feel like I have a good grasp of how to you know promote the shows. I have good relationships with my venues, and we make it work. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Fuck yeah! I was I was running four shows in summer. That was a lot. Yeah. I had a Monday. I had a Wednesday. I had a Friday, and my Sunday. Yeah, that was, that was, and that's all, that was, oh, I did have, um, um, like, co-producers for, and then I had, like, monthly shows, too. Yeah, that was a lot. Yeah. Yeah. And they were like, it. but the thing is, for the open mics, like, I, I host the open mics, you know, mm-hmm. so it's not, um, yeah, unless I'm out of town, I'm going to be there.
1: Yeah.
0: Yeah. Which is the same for you, right? You're only not there if you're out of town.
1: Um, mostly, yes there i used to do with the open mics that the registration was first come first serve mm-hmm. um on this like website that that I, I built and then i forced myself to follow the same rules as everyone else mm-hmm. which is actually like really stupid so i would sometimes not get a spot on my own open mic cuz i forgot to sign myself up <laughs> yeah
0: <laughs> oh my god that seems so we were talking a little bit about the Parisian or maybe French um sort of stand up comedy culture here. Yeah. And um and so for people who haven't done comedy in Paris, um, there is a culture that like if you perform on an open mic if it's a bucket, that the bucket is split yes. amongst the performers.
1: Yeah. Um On an open
0: mic, like
1: Um, they say it is your right. Um it's like uh, you know, it comes from this like uh French culture of like very strong workers' rights. And so, yeah, we'll get down to the very cent. All right, here is your 196, here's your 196. Um, this one is 195, because you know, sometimes half cents, they, you can't really do it. So <laughs> <laughs> it doesn't get that extreme at my open mics. But there's, um, do you know about this Netflix show, Troll? Um, it has a name in English, but it's a Netflix series that was about the like, comedy scene in Paris, it's fictional. And made Not. by the same guy who did, um, I think he did, or maybe it's a woman, 10%? I, f- I can't remember the name in, uh, English. in English. Anyways, it's on Netflix and they have like a scene where they're splitting the bucket and you see that that they're really like splitting by the scent. And so the, that culture absolutely exists here. It's very impractical when people are getting like, because at the open mics, we don't push it so hard with like, give us your money for this show, because we understand that it's sometimes comics performing for the first time people trying out new material and so we're grateful when people want to give us money my opinion it's not expected Um, i think
0: people should if people are coming and someone's organized the show people should pay for the entertainment if they don't like it they should leave
1: i guess um yeah yeah. it's hard
0: to leave but if you're staying that's what
1: i was thinking about it's like It would be kind of awkward to leave in the middle of our show, just the physical setup of it, but yeah. Make it so they can never leave. (laughs) Um,
0: But like, uh, if you're really not having a good time, but if you stay and if you laugh, then I think, like, I think it's free for these things. I think it's free entry so that you don't have any commitment and you can leave if it's not. If you are offended by something, if you are uncomfortable being there, if you don't think it's entertainment and worth your time, you're free to leave. But if you stay and you are in a, in good spirits at the end, absolutely, you yep. should be paying for your. You know, for me, like the, this Parisian um, culture is skewed to help comics, and but like the, the expectation on the audience is not strong enough. Like they're getting entertainment, they should be paying.
1: Yeah, Even I a hundred percent agree. I think there might be like um, a bit of a difference with like how the shows are run in Berlin versus Paris. Mm. I've been to Berlin a few times, and I got the impression that um you have a what like uh, the most common type of show is an open mic yeah um and it's the opposite in paris yeah it's the least uh common show and there's only right now three true open mics that you can get booked without sending a tape
0: mm-hmm. right
1: so every other show you must send a tape um you must get like go through whatever that person's booking system is and then it's advertised as a showcase that type of show Um, There's definitely the expectation like this is not free. You came here Mm -hmm. Without paying something yet, but it's because it's just a different business model.
0: Okay, but it's still a bucket These showcases. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah,
1: none of the shows are ticketed here Um,
0: Except for the French ones.
1: The French ones. Yeah, absolutely. For me personally why I don't is I don't have the right legal structure, tax structure, whatever, to do Mm -hmm, it. mm -hmm. Um, Also, a bit of fear, right, that it will be too difficult to get people to come to the show.
0: It will take a hit, but I know um, comics in Berlin are very much like, you need to start doing it. It's just a matter of starting it, and then, and you lose, but then it builds up, and then it's, you know. I, yeah, That's I was talking a little bit about this. I had this venue for my show, Glory Hall. And I start, because it was a new venue and it was a bit outside of the city centre, Glory Hall had always been ticketed. But then I, first show I made it free and then I moved it back to tickets. And it's just like a very hard venue to sell tickets for, but people will come if it's free. Yeah, And um, and so yeah, so I kind of went back on always selling tickets for it. But yeah, the only other show that I sell tickets for is my solo show and then Derna Comedy. And Derna Comedy, it's a different deal because it's like, People need to, yeah, they get five euro to spend getting a döner or like fries or whatever at the, at the bar and then the rest of the money is for me, for my production, you know, to, yeah. to be running the show. Um, but yeah, it's, um, I know other comedians in Berlin went through the, the process of making it ticketed. It's tough, but once you're doing it, then you're
1: I'm pretty certain I will yeah. um, at some point. Yeah. when I start respecting myself more. Yeah, totally right. <laughs> <laughs> I feel you, I feel you.
0: It's so funny because like, dinner Comedy is like the kind of least professional looking show that I run, but it's the one that like, has been running as a ticketed show the best. Which is so weird because it's like in the backyard of a kebab shop. You know? Yeah,
1: it's so, it's so Berlin. <laughs> from an outsider's perspective.
0: Yeah, it and yeah and it gets like people know about it, which is so funny. Awesome. Like yeah, people know about it like there was a famous podcast, a German podcast that like referenced wow. My dinner comedy like they were like, "Yeah, I was at um Baghdad's and they do comedy. There's an English comedy show there." I was like,
1: "Yeah." Was it already a famous uh, it's dinner a, spot? It's a
0: famous dinner spot. Okay. Yeah, like it's um there's a rap song that references Oh like, wow. Like, cuz they've got like the Baghdad Bistro and, and it's called Baghdad, but they're Turkish. Like Dude. it's
1: <laughs> Give me give me the bar where they <laughs> mentioned the Döner shop I want to hear here.
0: Yeah, it. yeah, yeah. Well, they actually refer to the Döner shop at the Döner shop. It's got the bistro. It's got the burger like Kreuzberger, Burger is the burger one. Then there's the like more mm, bistroy kind of yeah, like next to it and then there's this like pizza pasta place on the very corner and then a, there's a then there's a like a convenience store, a drink store, and then there's like um, a, a bakery and it's to the Baghdad Bakery. And in this rap song it references like the Baghdad Bakhwaran, like nothing's no. better than the Baghdad Bakhwaran. I can't drop, okay. the, drop the bar for you. Bombs
1: but... over Baghdad Bakery, right? yeah, rip yeah. off of Outkast. Yeah, yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Too American?
0: Outkast? Yeah, I love Outkast, but what's the...
1: Uh, bombs over Baghdad is one of their songs. Oh, okay.
0: Bombs over Baghdad yeah. Bakery. Yeah, nice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, um, so it is an established derna place. And so, yeah, I think that's why, um, but they also have like, uh, my derna shop, Baghdad. They also do a sexy derna rave every second Saturday, um, in summer.
1: You see the confusion on my face, like
0: sexy derna rave. The three words should never go together. Well, sexy sexy rave, rave? sure. (laughs) What's... But raves are (laughs) seldom sexy. Like, rave implies that it's going to be kind of gross intensity. Okay, I've never been to one. I... Have I been to a rave? Yeah, I've been to, like, little raves. Like, little little raves. um, (coughs) Like, um, pandemic times. Or even pre-pandemic in parks, yeah. But... um, but yeah, they have like this whole outdoor area and they get like three DJs in and they party all Saturday.
1: Three DJs like and they're all doing their own thing. They, the, the, the space isn't that big. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so
0: they will have a lineup and then people go and party there in the back. Because okay. it's like the the beers and everything are they, they charge a little bit more than what you'd pay at a, a convenience store for a beer, so maybe it's like two fifty. It's not the vibes. Exactly. <laughs> no, no, but it's like it's still cheaper than any club yeah. you go to. You're paying two euro fifty for five hundred mils of beer. You've got fries if you need. You've got like you're close to everything in the city, and you can take drugs and dance in the afternoon.
1: In the afternoon. In the afternoon. Yeah, in the afternoon. It's like with starts, daylight still. Yeah,
0: yeah. It starts at twelve p.m. and finishes, I think, at midnight.
1: Wow, I gotta check out check Sexy Dinner Rave. Yeah, How I'm gonna go to one too.
0: It? It's every second Saturday every, oh. in summer.
1: <coughs> so yeah, very often.
0: Yeah, yeah. Uh, they actually wanted to make merch with me, T-shirts with the Sexy Dinner Rave and Dinner Comedy uh, for Baghdad. Okay. I was like, <laughs> I want to do that. I want to yeah. be part of this T-shirt. I want this T-shirt. <coughs> um, so yeah, I'm gonna get onto that this year. Actually, she gets some merch, but I think Dinner Comedy is my best my best brand yeah well glory hole is good too but i just haven't been able to find a stable venue
1: that that suits it is there a reason why you've created like different brands instead of one
0: um so my first two were glory hole and dinner and i kept them separate because they're very different vibes right
1: Mm. (laughs) like glory
0: hole shouldn't be a dinner and
1: dinner shouldn't be a glory hole like that's what have we been talking about for the past five minutes, but sexy dinner age. <laughs> it sounds like they go perfect together, you know, like... I
0: should just call it sexy dinner comedy.
1: Yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> a glory hole at dinner comedy. Yeah. <laughs> oh, oh, gross. Just like, and like the image should just be like
1: this dinner that's squashed through yeah. a hole. <laughs> um, <but laughs>
0: that,
1: oh, it's, it's, that's what we call our backyard. That's the glory hole. <laughs> that's, <is that> <laughs> yeah. yeah, right.
0: Oh, uh, yeah. I, the thing is what I do, what makes me a bit sad is just that the Derna Comedy venue is so great, but I can't use it in winter.
1: Yeah, outside.
0: Yeah, it's really great. But um, but uh, I created Derna Comedy and Glory Hole. Glory Hole started off at this bar that I used to work at. And it was this, it was this really cool cocktail bar in Kreuzberg, really little, but it meant that it would be packed if there were like forty people, like packed. Yeah. If there were forty people in there, when it was twenty, it was great. It was a really great starting point for me to run a showcase. And the logic behind Glory Hole Comedy was I wanted to pay. I wanted an all Berlin-based lineup. It's not like anti, you know, international comics, but all the showcase, all the showcases that were running at that point, mainly Cosmic, would always book out of town talent. And it's like, why aren't you giving your local talent more stage time? You know, like look after your locals and absolutely yeah. get in. But like, you know, giving headline spots to a comic from Manchester who'd been doing comedy as long as I'd been doing it in Berlin, it's like, and, and you know.
1: It happens here too. I, I do the same. It's like, you yeah. want to be nice to the people are visiting because, you know, they're only here for some time. But like, I feel bad, right, that uh, I have people, you know, writing me messages. Like, uh, I'd, I'd really like to get a spot and then, but there's only so many spots and, and it's not, because I don't want to book that person.
0: Just, no. Yeah. Yeah, that's um, just yeah the funnel and how many people mm-hmm. there are, but yeah, it just upset me that um, that like showcase spots were just not being given to Berlin-based comics, and it was mm-hmm. like I'm yeah. seeing all these I know all these amazing Berlin-based comics, and why aren't they getting? So yeah, that was the logic. It was Ber- Berlin, Berlin showcase, and um, yeah, and it was yeah. Uh, wanted me trying to give back and um, yeah and learning how to run a showcase but um, but anyway that bar got sold pandemic happened but also the bar got sold and then yeah finding a new venue but anyway so during so those were my two comedy brands but then sort of after about I don't know ten months of starting those shows um, I started running like guest running another show that was called sexy voice comedy which Dragos had which he shouldn't have been running because it was the most awkward. him hosting that show was hilarious for me, but as of it was awkward as like him trying to do sexy voice comedy. Like it's a funny concept. That's role
1: play. Give it to me. I'll be. I'll just be the audience. So my role is pretty defined and easy.
0: Yeah, yeah your role is very defined. so sexy voice comedy. He'd be like, "Okay, now I'm gonna try and do comedy with a sexy voice," and it was just like, "Oh, Dragos, stop! Like this is <laughs> not." And, like, it was it was a really cool concept because there'd be people coming up on stage. Like, I would sometimes do a French accent and be like, all right, I'm going to do my jokes all in a French accent today. I think that's the sexiest accent. Or, you know, or people would, like, it was just super, it was very fun. But anyway, Dragos got me to take over hosting that. Yeah. Because he was like, you already have a sex, like, like your voice is already kind of like, I'm like, okay, whatever.
1: I was surprised when we started and then you mm. did, like, the podcast voice. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Did you, has anyone ever told you you have no. a podcast voice no. i was like am i listening to like Sirius fm right now <laughs> who is this
0: what just because i do that when they when i do the intro yeah the yeah, intro yeah. okay yeah maybe yeah. maybe like it's like a phone voice as well like yeah. hello like yeah uh, yeah i worked on phones for a long time too did you ever work in a call center
1: Look at you, okay. No, I always had real jobs. <laughs> 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 yeah.
0: I was I was like a, a fraud investigator, but it's like phone-based as well. Like, yeah. you've got to call them. Like, you don't meet them face-to-face when you're investigating Wait,
1: Are you committing fraud? <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> what? What's What's this in your, your bank account? Like, yeah. That's just my money. It's, oh, oh perfect. Okay. okay. That's okay. all I need.
0: Thank you. Bye. <laughs> exactly. That was my entire job. Um, just cold calling people, asking them if they were committing for it. Um, but, uh, yeah. So anyway, I started running this sex, a sexy, sex, I was going to say sexy donor, sex, donor was, was what I was going to say. Um, sexy. That sounds voice. like,
1: uh, um, sex, donor sounds like like a stadium. It right? does, doesn't yeah. it? Live <laughs> at Sexy Donna. Sexy Donna. Yeah. <laughs>
0: um, but then I got this other venue, which is a venue that I still run out at, at Mishlivska. And I was like, How, what should I... I thought about maybe doing Glory Hole there. And I was like, no, but Glory Hole is still working at the old, at this venue. And so I was like, okay, let's do Adults Only Comedy Open Mic. And that's when Adults Only was born. And then it was like, okay, this is what really what I should run all my shows under. Mm-hmm. And it gives me scope to any new show that comes up, it's going to be within the framework of adults-only comedy. Mm. And then, um, yeah, and then within, like, uh, another year and a bit of that, um, we were deep in pandemic and everyone had... Not everyone, but a lot of people had been asking me to start a podcast, being like, why aren't you doing a podcast? <coughs> and uh, and then Dragos was like, what? And I was struggling for a name and a concept, and Dragos one day was just like, why don't you just call it adults-only? Like, that's your brand. I'm like... Yeah. Boom. I was like, yes, that's exactly what I should do. So that's my um, that's also, the main. Is that's the, that's the yeah. That's my main. Uh, or is production it structured
1: that like everything else is under adults only?
0: Technically, I run all my advertising through adults only. Okay, so yeah. for Glory Hole, but I run but for Derna comedy. Yeah, look, it, it, basically everything is under adults only comedy. But um, I can also run things separately under Glory Hole and Derna. But um, What's the other point I wanted to make? Um, wow, well, there was a point. Where was it going? Oh, yes, but I started the, page, the pages and the, and the identities separately so that I wouldn't be the dinner comedy girl or yeah. I wouldn't be the glory hole comedian. it ah, would be okay. like, Anna Barros is separate and then these... And it also looks more professional. Like, a lot of people didn't know that I was behind dinner comedy for quite mm. a while. They thought that someone else was doing yeah. it and I was just the host. Okay. Which is yeah, interesting that, yeah, so I, was, I always wanted to keep it separate so that I wouldn't just be branded as that comedy show person. Yeah,
1: if I ever moved to Berlin, I would start a rival comedy brand. We would be minors only.
0: Minors only? Yeah,
1: it's bring your kids, please.
0: <laughs> yeah, you tried doing that. Have you performed <laughs> for children? <laughs> Oh, my God. I had a 14-year-old at my solo show in Luxembourg, and it was like, you shouldn't be yeah. there.
1: It's, that happens quite often mm. in Paris, where people bring their kids to the show for some reason, or people will ask me on like, Facebook, is this show good for bringing my kids? No, they won't phrase it that way. They'll phrase, am I allowed to bring my kids? And I'll tell mm. them, technically, yes, because I don't really care. Yeah. This is not a show for kids, so you should know that. Um, And it's because the French are cool with that. Like, This is going to be fun for the family. We're going to listen to these Americans and British make sex jokes. And we're just all going to hold hands and enjoy that together, little Jean-Louis. Little (laughs) Jean-Louis.
0: and then 20 years later he's in therapy being yeah. like and then the comedian pointed at me and made a semen ejaculation
1: <laughs>
0: gesture and, and I've, I've never been able to eat mushroom soup again you know like I uh, the thing is I have been asked recently a few times if um, audience members can bring their child and I say like to for example to my Sunday open mic which is a show up to go up um You know, there's no quality control, blah, blah, blah. But it's like, I have actually said, no, please don't. Bring your six-year-old or your... um, If they understand English, they shouldn't come in because um, it's not appropriate for them. And I don't want my performers feeling restricted and uncomfortable to do what they want to do.
1: That's thoughtful. It's nice, like, you. it's a very thoughtful response for everyone involved.
0: Yeah, because it's like that... I don't, I, yeah, I don't want people to be self-censoring yeah. because someone, <coughs> because a parent has, has thought it appropriate to bring a child to an an event that is not appropriate yeah. for children.
1: And an event called Sexy dinner Rave Comedy. <laughs> exactly,
0: exactly. Oh my God. Or, like, it's called After Party Comedy and the poster has pictures of naked women lying on the floor <laughs> and that picture is from an artist and the na- name of the picture is, is called... Uh, it's called after the orgy.
1: Yeah. <laughs> I yeah. guess, I mean, these are Germans. So like, yeah, this is not... Pr- I, I don't, I did a terrible German he, accent. It's totally like in French yeah, actually. <laughs> no nah, problem, but we, have, we have the same, you know. This we is not a s-
0: problem. That's more yeah. German, uh, French even still. We,
1: yeah. we, li- we like this photograph in our house too.
0: Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> so children must learn. <laughs> Um, yeah, so children, no. Minors only, that will be your comedy brand. <laughs> there was actually a show in Berlin called, um, what was it called? I can't remember what it was called, but it was run by a comedian who had a child. Still has a child. Child's still alive. Now has two children, but it was um, It was for, it was a daytime show, and it was so that young parents could bring their babies, and so the babies would be crawling around, and um, and the, it would be like a baby. Okay, but in a
1: separate area. No. No. Oh,
0: like, aunt, like, like, basically, I didn't do the show because I had a full time job at the time. But um, yeah, the children could just like sit and hang around, and on the floor, and the parents would be in there, and uh, yeah, that was a it was a show for parents and children.
1: Did you perform at it?
0: No, I couldn't because I had a full time <laughs> job. But they did. I I wanted to, and they were asking me, but I I was working at the kindergarten, so I was like, oh, this is what I do every day, guys. Come on. <laughs> <coughs>
1: When people change their material for that show, or uh, just go, you know what? They're babies, so it doesn't matter. Exactly.
0: People didn't. People didn't. Yeah. yeah. Because it's like they don't understand, so it's fine. Yeah. But, um, but, yeah. Do you want to go into any adult, speaking of adults-only stuff, do you want to go into adults-only territory? Uh,
1: we talked about this uh, a bit briefly yesterday. Oh, am I, like, ruining, like, how the sausage is made? No. We... Yesterday I asked her should I be prepared mm. for like how can I be prepared for the podcast <laughs> and then uh, You asked me if I would seen the podcast before and I said maybe a few minutes And I was under the impression that the podcast was really just like come with a dirty sex story
0: <laughs> Just come and a dirty sex story <laughs> Yes.
1: So we're, you said no no, but you can. <laughs> yeah,
0: I said you don't have to, but but I want to set the scene for this conversation. We're at a very nice uh, French, would you call it a brasserie? Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Whilst you were eating French onion soup, we were sharing a plate of like baked camembert. Um, James was eating like a big chunk of pig with uh, mashed potato. Yeah. And I was eating mussels with French fries.
1: Yeah. And then I, I'm just dipping into my ooey-gooey cheese, like, yeah. should I come with a sex story to the podcast? Or? And
0: here I am, like, pinching <laughs> muscles
1: out of shells with a,
0: another shell, a sore strip. No, it wasn't gross. But, um, yeah, anyway, so, yes, do you have an You said you had an awkward sex story.
1: Yeah, so, <laughs> um, this is the only time uh, I hooked up with someone after a show. Uh-huh. And... Uh, we went back to her place and
0: how long had you been doing comedy?
1: Two years. Uh-huh. Um, it's really the only time I've ever done that because um
0: You have standards?
1: No. no. I mean for <laughs> I mean for a while like I was creepy. <laughs> <laughs> what does that mean? <laughs> for a while you were creepy. I mean, like...
0: Okay, that needs a whole bunch of explanation.
1: <laughs> Not, like, Predator, kind of. I mean, just, like, I'm sure you have comics in Berlin that are very down to clown after the show and, like, going to be trying, like, flirty with, like, people after the show. And, like, so yes. it's, it wasn't from a lack of trying. Um, okay, this but is But I hilarious. have no game. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so you were... Okay, interesting. Yeah, recently I did this Dirty Love special for Valentine's Day. And, um... And I did this crowd work with this woman, and then this comedian who's very flirty. He's more in the German. He's in the German scene. He's not really in the English scene. He um, he started doing some. Yeah, he did a little bit of crowd work with her. Basically, like, oh, so who was single. No, he was like, so I'm single, and she was like, yes, in the front row. And then that he like spent a lot of his set flirting with her. And then in the break, like she was like, okay, well, you're you're leaving to him. She's like, oh, so you're leaving? Or well, maybe I should go to. Him. I was like. Not I was like, no, uh comedian, you have to stay for the second <laughs> half so she stays for the second half and then you guys can go home and fun yeah. But like, yeah, some people have real game. I have taken I have taken home quite a well, or gone home with yeah, yeah. yeah. It
1: does happen quite a bit. There's nothing wrong with that, right? No.
0: It doesn't mean that everyone's fair game, but it does happen sometimes. It's usually not when I'm hosting. Just to clarify, when I'm hosting, it's a different position of power. Like, um, as okay. in, like, I I'm. Yeah, it's more of a customer service situation. But if I'm just performing, then it's um, if it happens, then it's fine because they just saw me do a right. good job, as opposed to me needing like I'm not waiting for donations from them or they didn't pay me to produce a night for them. Yeah, I
1: don't yeah. guess what they want. You know, the chuckle fuckers us right. We- yeah. <laughs> but, yeah, so anyways, um, I went home um, with this girl, and then- you know, had we- you,
0: Did you work hard to get this to happen?
1: Or was she already into
0: it? Like a lot, um, like was it easy? Or did you have to like game it up a bit? I had to game it up
1: a little bit, but, um, no, but she was down. Can
0: you recall what your techniques were? Like what was the gaming up?
1: I think I made fun of French people to her face, cause she was French. <laughs> Oh, hot, yeah, that's the the way to do
0: it. I suppose I made fun, okay, go on, yep.
1: And um, she asked me uh, to go down on her. I enjoy doing that, I think it's fun, right? Um, I go down on her, putrid, very yucky.
0: You just just straight up said putrid. (laughs) Yucky.
1: (laughs) Yucky. It wasn't wasn't nice down there, something was wrong. Bad, my bad first, smells, my first, bad taste. <laughs> oh
0: no. When you said like, you, you know, you like going down, you like that. I was like, well, you know, you've chosen to live in France and it's definitely like the nation with the, some of the pongiest food and like the, yeah. the strongest flavors. Like yeah. that pate you had yesterday. It was just like, oh my God. A bit like, more,
1: a bit more gamier than the pate, I would oh, say. Oh, <laughs> like gamey.
0: She had a gamey
1: puss. You know, that's We're talking about red meat here. No, yeah. no she wasn't under period. Okay, okay. Um, well,
0: red meat's fine, yeah.
1: So, you know, I, I used to do competitive swimming, so I'm very good at holding my breath. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, I was down there for quite a bit still. Yeah, good at wow. hold, holding just my breath. Just holding your breath. Yeah.
0: I never put someone to, because we both just talked about how we both swim and I've swum. I think my swimming abilities and like holding my breath definitely helped with my blowjobs. I was thinking that recently recently like
1: uh, yeah like 100%
0: yeah 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 that's why yeah. that's where that skill comes from All okay right. no, listen just gonna...
1: ladies when before you go to it's called on uh, like apneatic exercise i don't know if that's what it's called but just like yeah. hold your breath
0: yeah <laughs> no but i haven't really like like the other day i was i was going down on someone and i was like god why, am i just so good at holding my breath because i do this so often yeah. and i was like no i think it's the swimming as well yeah for sure well it's the circular breathing It's like, as in, it's like breathing through my nose and then I never thought about
1: that for blowjob, but like the same with like a trumpet player. Yeah, yeah, (laughs)
0: yeah. It's like, it's breathing just basically just through my nose in and out.
1: So you can hit the rhythm. You don't need to come up for air.
0: Yeah. Well, yeah, exactly. Exactly. Ideally, that's, yeah. yeah. Mm. Uh, So anyway, it
1: was putrid, but you still did the time. I was there for, uh, I feel like five minutes. Okay. Right. Um...
0: Did you almost come back up, like, as soon as you tasted it?
1: I feel like I held it together pretty well. Like, I didn't tell her anything and make her feel bad, right? You're sober as well? Yeah, I don't drink, so... um, Yeah, I was sober, right? I knew I was having a good time. I was going to try and make the most of the situation, right? I knew Mm -hmm. I was having not... The time I was having was bad enough that I knew I couldn't make her come. Uh, Yeah. But you know, we'll have fun here and then come back to other fun stuff later. Yeah. And um eventually uh well we finished hooking up. Um I went home. Does that
0: mean like you came and
1: then you went home? <laughs> I of course I did. Uh, did she? I I don't it's it's probably more likely no than yes, but I can't say a hundred percent it wasn't a yes. I don't mm-hmm. remember.
0: Okay.
1: Anyways, mm-hmm. She wasn't um, like,
0: oh my God, I came, obviously.
1: No, definitely not.
0: <laughs> do French women do that? Do they announce? Um, or have you got experience enough with French women to know if they... Although it's not necessarily a nationalistic thing if they announce. But most men are like, ah. actually, I, I, don't know.
1: Um, I think none of the French women I hooked up with did announce. Mm, yeah, I don't think so. Okay. Not even like... Like my ex girlfriend, mm-hmm. is French, so we had you know we had a long relationship, and mm-hmm. so um, we were certainly comfortable with each other. Mm-hmm. And I probably even like asked at some point, like, "Oh, it's hot. If, like, you tell me when you're coming." But well. okay. But I'm sure some do. Yeah.
0: Okay. R- right
1: into the comments or wherever, Just like if if you announce, just say, "I I announce." I and announce. I'm French.
0: And if you're a woman. <laughs> if you're a woman, do you announce when you come? I I will always say if I came. Nice. I'll be like well usually oh, I laugh that's after, a after a I fist bump. come. That's a fist bump. <laughs> I usually laugh after I come as well. Like once I come, I'm then laughing. Uh. Because I'm usually like, "Oh my god, that was so ridiculous." Like and I start laughing. And then I have to be like, "I'm not laughing at you. I'm laughing at the joy of having come." Yeah.
1: Having... So this is this is just come fun. This it's is a, come a, fun time. Exactly. This is come <laughs> laughter. Yeah. Come giggles. Yeah.
0: Giggles. So. And um, yeah. Uh, but yeah, I'm wondering, yeah. So anyway, you came, you wrapped it up.
1: I, I went home, um, and then the next day, uh, I had nothing planned for the day. I decided I'm uh, gonna go have brunch just by myself somewhere nearby, enjoy that. I'm starting to eat brunch. And then in the middle of brunch, I start feeling extremely ill, right? And so I have to, I like leave all my food there, go to the bathroom, start puking. Yeah.
0: Shit.
1: Um. And so basically, the stories. I'm pretty certain her stanky ass pussy gave me food poisoning.
0: <laughs> Once you left, she just was like, ah, oh, there's the
1: pate. <laughs> <laughs> What's this doing? <laughs> but really, like, I remember the only thing I'd eaten that day was like fries from McDonald's. I'm like, yeah, I've had fries from McDonald's, you know, per, over 100 times or I don't something. think you
0: can get sick from
1: fries. Unless exactly. someone
0: with, like, food poisoning touched the fries, but they don't touch them. Exactly. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, there's no, there's not a, there's very little chance that you're going to get, yeah. food, very little. Oh, man, you got food poisoning from a pussy, that's, and it tasted bad. I wonder what was going on down there. I wonder what... So that was, did you get tested later or have you been tested since? For food poisoning? Oh. <laughs> you were really like, no. That's,
1: that wasn't food poisoning, Terrence. You have full-blown AIDS right
0: now. <laughs> Shit. But like, <coughs> the thing is, um, there are like <coughs> bacteria you can get from oral sex that can stay in your system that are essentially STDs or STIs.
1: Mm. Uh uh, no, I didn't, get I didn't think about that. I mean, I did think about, like, I definitely got food poisoning from her, but I didn't think, like, actually, it's probably not food poisoning and I should get tested.
0: Yeah, okay, yeah, yeah, because that's... Well, you're probably fine if, like, there's no symptoms and none of your other lovers have uh, told you that there's a problem. But, yeah, I um, I recently had... Okay, this is a story that I haven't talked about, but I recently had... yeah. <laughs> I've talked about it with like five people in my life, and uh, the first three people, I kind of four yeah like four people, I swore them secrecy and that I've told like one other person or two other people. And anyway, that's so irrelevant, but basically I, um, I had a bit of a reaction to... I was sleeping with quite a few people last year, and uh, I had, you met my, the boyfriend that I had.: Yeah. As everyone knows, I broke up with him in Paris. So it was on. It was was shortly after I did. um, It was actually yeah, the night I did your second show. That I. uh, That was the end.
1: Yeah, I little fingered that shit. I was whispering in his ear that night. (laughs) don't be be a dick and yell at her. Be (laughs) straight.
0: Yeah, you little little fingered that. (laughs) Such a gross term.
1: (laughs) No, it's a game of. I know. Okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. (laughs) But still it's like yeah.
0: <laughs> just like imagining. Yeah. Um but anyway, um so yeah, I had a few lovers in this period because we had an open relationship. Um and even though I was using protection with most of us. <laughs> and a bit more um, than
1: cream pie curious, are we,
0: Emma? <laughs> yeah. And um <laughs> Anyway, and I started feeling like like uh, there was an aggravation in the area, like a sort of like a, like a heat and a pain, a sting when I was peeing. This is a lot of information. We've never talked this explicitly before, Terrence, but you're <laughs> going to get the most intense story I've got recently. I'm not going to go into graphic details about my vagina, but basically it was stinging when I peed. It
1: you have a video on TikTok of your shaved pubes on your face, Anna. <laughs> You've done the worst.
0: You're not seeing my vagina. You're seeing. <laughs> okay, so after my solo on, um, on Tuesday here in Paris, um, a lot of the people wanted to see the video on social media that I posted of my pued moustache. And the genuine shock and admiration coming from the audience was like, they were really like, wow. Like, I, I forgot how much hair it was that I
1: finished <laughs> This is art.
0: <laughs> it is art, right? It's, it was such a big. I, I forgot how big the mustache was that I made, and the fact that there was leftover pubic hair is crazy. Like there was still pubes
1: in the jar. I didn't stick on <laughs> <In the> jar. <laughs> yes. that, that makes it sounds like you were actually. Literally, <laughs> several cycles of you collecting. It
0: yeah. was just one trim. Okay. Which is what's... Admittedly, it was my armpit hair as well, <laughs> as well as my pubic hair. I'm pretty sure I trimmed the... Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. I didn't collect the leg hairs, though. It was just the, the pubes and the, and the armpit hairs. Because they were like... The armpit hairs got to about this long. Also, my armpit hairs were pretty straight, too. Like, they were just a little wave. Like, I feel like curly curly body hair is so much more attractive than straight body hair. Hmm. Now most people, audiences, the only people that have ever been like me too, have been of Asian heritage.
1: That thinks curly is more attractive. Not, than sorry, straight. not sorry, not not
0: opinion wise. That also have straight body hair.
1: Yeah, Minus straight, yeah.
0: Yeah, exactly. Like there's like as a as a non-Asian nationality okay. woman, it's like the only people that have ever been able to relate to me are,
1: like yeah. yeah. I didn't like you said it, and you're saying like curly is more like more attractive or more yeah, cuter it, than yeah, straight it's cuter. and then I was like just trying to imagine in my head like what does that look like oh, yeah, <laughs> I know it yeah. exists and I'm just thinking like um,
0: but your girlfriends or past lovers may have been probably did they have uh, not straight pubes or was it always clean shaved or I
1: think they were all pretty clean shaved? shaved
0: clean shaved. interesting
1: yeah
0: okay Okay, fair. All right, you just didn't get to see.
1: I guess there's one that, uh, but she was Asian. Mm -hmm. And then she changed to clean shape. But in the beginning, yeah, but they're straight.
0: (laughs) Straight. I like the the body movement of the... (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, straight. Straight down. Straight down. Um, So anyway, story goes back to... Yeah, I really wish I had curly pubes. That would be great. And curly everything. I think then it could be cute. But anyway... Just takes up too much. It's like it's just like it can like blow in the wind too much. And it's, anyway, so uh, moustache pubes. Um, how do we get to this? I was talking more about this um, this problematic uh, situation. Aggravation. aggravation. Oh, because I'm talking about explicit stuff, and you've seen my pube moustache. That's how we got onto that. So anyway, um, I was experiencing discomfort, and then. Um, I was inspecting it quite regularly because I'm like, this is odd. This is odd. And then within the, so there was redness. And then I noticed like these little like cuts, like little paper cuts um, around certain areas. And I was like, what the fuck is this? And then I started freaking out and I was like, I think I've got herpes. Now, just as a disclaimer for everyone listening, um... There should be less stigma around herpes. One in five people have herpes. Mm. You can get it even when you use protection, like very easily. Um, and even if someone has mouth herpes and has something dormant and they go down on you, you that can become genital herpes. And if someone has mm. genital herpes and there's no outbreak, it's still possible yeah. to transmit it. Yes. So it's there should be much less stigma around it. Apparently, all doctors are just like, look. If you have genital herpes, it's one outbreak. And then you, and then that's pretty much it. Yeah. That's pretty much it. Maybe it happens again when you're super stressed. But that's pretty much the whole experience of having herpes. But anyway, I think it's still extremely stigmatized because there's no cure for it. Mm. And so that's why people are really scared of it. And I get that. And I was like super fucking stressed. I was like, oh my God, I've got herpes. So Is
1: it herpes in the end or is that what's coming next?
0: I will develop the story and you'll find out.
1: I just wanted to know if... Well, I'll, I'll, just to be safe. <laughs> get back in this front, okay? You get back in this
0: front. For the listeners, he just moved away from me. Um, okay, so um, so I go to this gynecologist and I'm like, I'm worried I have herpes. She gets me up. I'm all spread eagle. She's like, oh, it looks a little bit different. She goes in deeper. She's like, oh, no, it's herpes. And I'm like, oh, my God, Okay. And that night, I was going up to visit a lover in a different city and staying with him. And it was, like, the day I get told that I have genital herpes. And uh, and I had a show that night and, like, got all this ointment that I had to, like, be putting on parts. And I was like, fuck. And I get up there anyway. And I ended up, like, I ended up partying pretty hard after my show and then going back to his place and being like, all right, so the thing is, and, like, needing to, like... And he was so cool about it and, um, and he still wanted to, like... Try and please me in a, like a sanitary, yeah, do healthy. You've got another hole. Yeah, well, but when you've got an outbreak, you can't. You shouldn't. You shouldn't do anything. I t- but, even no anal. Oh, but as well, no, no, no. Okay. Yeah, even no anal. Even no anal. anal. Especially, um, especially, especially. Especially, because you can also like general herpes is all the areas. So if you've got like one thing, like uh, let's say on your front, that can still easily spread to the back, and yeah, it's the whole area. So anyway. <coughs> He was like, I'm still going to, he's like, I still want to, and I was like, cool, and so still like did stuff with hands, and I was like, that's, like, he was that cool about it. And um, anyway, um, I then, and then the, the gynecologist did some tests, then I had to go to Australia, like a week and a half later. And I was like, all right, going to Australia, okay, I guess I have herpes, blah, blah, blah. And, um, and these little paper cuts, like it all sort of dissipated because I also had to take some medication for what I thought was a urinary tract infection, which I think I did have a urinary tract infection. And, um, and so everything kind of dissipated with the cream and whatever. But when I was in Australia, um, the little paper cuts came back. A little bit so like there's a little and i was like what the fuck so then i was going into pharmacies and i found out i did research and i found out that the medication for genital herpes is actually the same as for mouth herpes if you get the um and you can get tablets and so there i was going into pharmacies because i didn't have a prescription and i didn't want to go through the system and i was like hey can i have can i get this like i don't have a script i'm just over from europe and they were like oh Oh, I guess we can give it to you and it's like this different dosage but it's the same medication so I did this at three different pharmacies and I took this this medication anyway I get back on my flight back to, um, to Germany from Australia I get a missed call from the gynecologist I call her straight back um, when I get into I couldn't reach and anyway when I land back in Germany I call them and they're like oh we've got your results back you've got an infection and I was like, oh, okay. I'm like, do I have herpes? They're like, oh, we didn't test for that. I'm like, what? They're like, no, we didn't test for that. I'm like, why the fuck wouldn't you have tested for that? That's what I came in worried I had. They're like, no, no, but you have this bacteria. It's um, it's called Gardnerella. Sounds wonderful, I think. Very pretty, very pretty sounding bacteria. And um, and uh, it's kind of like um, vaginal, ba- uh, what is it? Bacteria? veggie vaginal bacteria bacteriosis what is it there's it's like a basically like a bacterial infection but it's um you know it's it's called Gardnerella, and i was like okay i went in they gave me these fucking like suppositories that look like little cube like little like bullets of soap that you have to put in your vagina nice uh at night and then they like
1: dissolve in you suppository i think is uh, a, what
0: it's called yeah it's suppository yeah yeah so I had, a, I had like 10 days of suppositories. <laughs> but like, I went in, when I went in to get the script, I was like, well, can I get tested for herpes now? And she's like, well, no, take the suppositories and then we'll test you afterwards. So I'm still like, still like I got herpes and a fucking bacterial infection. Take the suppository, go back in. And I'm like, I want to get tested for herpes. And she's like, the gyno's like, okay, all right. Well, you have herpes. I'm like, <laughs> I would like to get tested for it. So she's like, okay, let me get the form. And she gets out the form and she's like, okay, well, this test doesn't test for herpes. And she's like, oh, gets another. She's like, okay. Ah, the big test tests for herpes, but it's, oh, but it's 60 euro. I'm like, I don't care, like test me for herpes. So she tests me um, a week later, but she's like almost trying to tell me, don't get tested. A week later, I get my results and I'm negative to everything. I don't have any type of herpes simplex virus. I don't have anything. This bitch didn't even want to test me and just and was just like, you have herpes. So the moral- Classic
1: case. Classic. <laughs> classic case of the herp.
0: But what the fuck? Shut
1: and close, Johnson. <laughs>
0: yeah. But just, yeah, but she just like, she didn't even want to, she was just like, yeah, you have it. Yeah, you have it. What the, like- and she, and she didn't even understand why I'd want to get the confirmation around it. It's like I had to explain to her, I want to know if I have herpes so that if another outbreak happens, I can be aware of that for my mm. partner so that I don't have to... So if I have it, then I know that I need to communicate that with my partners in a certain right. way. If we want to have sex without protection, I want... <sighs> so anyway, I bring this up because the Gardnerella, I am certain I got from a mouth that ate me out. Or maybe from a penis, but I'm pretty sure it was from a mouth that ate me out and it was a dirty mouth that gave me this infection.
1: What makes you so certain it was that and not a penis?
0: It could be the penis, but it's because I know someone else who had sex with this person and they also had like an infection afterwards. Mm. And I think it was this dirty mouth that passed. It could have been the penis as well.
1: Okay. Yeah. So um, the source of my, um, what's it, food poisoning, food poisoning could have been...
0: A bacterium.
1: Say his name. <laughs> <laughs> I, I could, but I'm not going to do that.
0: <laughs> <laughs> lived for like fucking two and a half months thinking i had genital herpes and like the way it changed like i love going to sex parties i love and actually for people who do have genital herpes it's not the end of the world if you do have it and a lot of like basically all the research i ended up doing like and i went deep into the research it's like one in five people have it most people who have it don't even know they have it yeah and so really it was like when i was looking into it, it was like okay well by the end of it i was like okay i guess now i'm just gonna have to for all my partners, I'm just gonna have to lie to them.
1: Is it real quick? Are are we recording? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. It just
0: doesn't. I still haven't figured out the setting where um the it moves to show. Okay, yeah. I was just. It is not. It's recording. You can see here. Look at that. Oh,
1: okay. There we go. Sorry yeah. about that.
0: No, it's okay. A lot of people look at that and they're like, yeah. "This bitch doesn't know what she's doing." Um. Yeah. So anyway. It's the
1: past like 18 minutes in my head was that over and over. Anna, stupid. She doesn't know what she's doing. Yeah, They're stupid. I need to check if she knows that we're not recording right now. Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. Uh, it's totally fine. So, anyway, I think that um, I wonder, like, I guess you don't have a bacteria, but I wonder if a pussy can give you food poisoning. I have vomited after I um, I swallowed someone's cum before.
1: I would believe it. That <laughs> What, Just that I've, I've sucked enough
0: dick that, like, once that would happen, or you believe that cum could make you vomit?
1: The former. Okay. Cool. <laughs> yeah, I'm oh, no. The, <laughs> fuck you. Yeah. Okay.
0: <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. But that was a boyfriend. And I think I was just sick already. Like, I don't think it was the penis that made me sick or the cum. But I think it was like I already had an unsettled stomach. Yeah. And then the cum hit it. And it was like. My body rejected it. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah.
0: Is that your phone?
1: Oh, yeah. Um, it is the manager at like one of my venues. Well, so let me pause I... it. Okay.
0: All right. Stop. Hey, what... Okay, we're back from a phone call. Excellent. Um, comedy admin. Okay, so we've talked about gross, gross, uh, gross sex things. Okay. Did you ever see this person again, by the way, that um, made oh, yeah. you sick? Are you sorry? Is <laughs> <laughs> she your girlfriend now? <laughs> No. Uh, you saw her again because she was an audience member that continued to return?
1: No, for a booty call. Oh, for, you went back there? Oh my god, that's the worst part, dude.
0: Did you tell her that you vomited the next day and you said it was her, her pussy?
1: No. Um, I just didn't eat her up the second time.
0: Oh wow, you're like, I'll stick my dick in there, but uh, with protection, I guess. No. Did you like go and have a like do a little bit of reconnaissance to see if it was different or you just straight up was like no?
1: I think she even like uh, asked if I would go down again and I was like,
0: oh, uh, no, I'm I'm tired. Yeah.
1: I don't remember what I said, but probably some then that was like very easily like, okay, this is bullshit, but whatever.
0: <laughs> yeah, nice, nice.
1: No uh, game. No uh, game. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Oh, you went back. That's amazing. <laughs> that's really funny. Oh, that's
1: oh my god. I realized I didn't mean it necessarily in that way. I just meant like when I was like being coy about not going down on her. But also, yeah, this. What? Well, I have no game, and so you that's went why back I went to back. that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's why. Yeah.
0: Oh wow. I guess we do go back. I don't know. I I don't know. I'm pretty quick to yeah cut things off actually.
1: Yeah. Good, good for you.
0: Good for me, good for me. I don't know, I had a I had a date with a Frenchman on, um, this is random, I just, I guess I want to process it. I had a date with a French guy uh, before I, the day before I came to Paris this week, and um, we had a really nice date, like really good sort of just a couple of drinks before my show, and um, and he wanted to come to my show, and I was like, mm, I'd prefer if like... It's just it puts a bit of pressure for me, you know, yeah. like, and uh, and also, like, I've got to go, I've got to set the whole thing up, and you're just going to be hanging around. Yeah. And, and then, you know, I've got to work, so I can't really, like, I've got to be getting people into the show, and I, yeah. I can't look out, like, it's not that like, I didn't say I can't look after you, but it's, you know, it's a, he's just going to be waiting around for, like, another hour, and then I'm going to be talking with the comedians, and he's not going to be part of my i'm not gonna be part of his experience there except in the in the in the capacity of the host once i'm there you know what i mean like the date's over and um and it's not gonna yeah it just creates an odd an odd sense of responsibility for me and yeah Yeah. so anyway why don't um, you
1: come on a date with me to the office right that's fun exactly exactly
0: (laughs) I, i didn't i didn't throw it at him like that but often when guys on dating apps are like oh well maybe i can just come to one of your shows i'm like. Let's not meet at my office, you know? Um, Would I it be different
1: if it was a spot instead of your own show?
0: I still, like, it is different, but it's still like you're coming to my work. Like, mm. this, I am working. Like, this is, I'm working on your material. I'm working on, yeah. like, I'm not getting to evaluate your competency at your job on, your, on the first day. Like... You know, like I have gone to dates where a guy works at a bar and he's like, come to my bar. And then I, I, I come and then like,
1: yeah.
0: Yeah. And then, and then I go home with him afterwards. But like, I think I've only done that like once. Yeah. And that's a, you know, being a bartender is very different to being a comedian. Um, but, uh, but okay. So, um, my story was that, yeah. And so the thing is the date was going really well. He expressed an interest I was like, well, let's walk to the venue um, and see. And like, we're talking. And by the time we got to the venue, he's like, look, I don't think I should come, actually. I think, like, I don't want to intrude. And I was like, fantastic. Like, this is such a great sign of him understanding sort of boundaries and how that, you know, how it would feel for me. And, um, and I was like, look, I've had such a great time. I'm looking forward to like, seeing you again. We hug. He's like, yeah, write me. And so I've written him. I, I didn't write him the next that night or the next day, but, like, I think the night after. And um, because I was busy, I was, like, I had the show. The show was a fucking nightmare, by the way, and I was so glad that he didn't come. Like, I cried twice during that show.
1: I'm not laughing at, like, you (laughs) crying, but laughing at, like, if he had come to the one where you cry. yeah.
0: Yeah, like, I don't often cry at shows. It doesn't happen. And, like, it's usually just in the toilet, in the break, or whatever. If it does happen... Usually only ever happens at this show. I think it's cuz it's a Monday show and Mondays are a tough crowd anyway. Like usually Mondays it's a bit harder to get people excited. Same with like midday sun like like daytime yeah. Sundays. And usually after you come off the high of doing your Friday night and your Saturday night shows or you fucking you're a fucking like yeah. king on stage and then you do a Sunday show and you're like Woof rough you know like like they're just not as into it as as they have been the nights before Monday can be like that but also like this show I just got like when it was time for my set there were just people walking into the room and I only had like two minutes of my set left so it's like I didn't get to really like end my set the way I wanted to and like nah, and it just didn't feel great and then a comedian said something really dumb to me straight after my set which was Anna you're really improving. Uh, Your jokes are much less one-dimensional than they used to be. And I was like...
1: Take this backhand. Oh,
0: man. That was just like... It's like, how dumb can you be? And to say that to someone that's like running a show and bringing you on, it's like, what are you doing? And someone who thinks that he's a friend of mine. Anyway. He's apologized, whatever. But it was just like... I was frustrated by the set, and then he said this dumb shit... Anyway, and then the second half of the show, all these young French people were in the crowd, which is fine, but they were just constantly talking throughout and I had to, like, discipline them. (laughs) I was like, and I even did a shh at one point. (laughs) And then, and then, like, three quarters of the way through the second half, I actually, like, everyone's talking on stage because it's a panel show. I get up and I actually go to them and I say, if you keep talking, you have to leave. yeah. And then i sat back down and then they're still a little bit disruptive but and so and then at the end of the show i was just like and then all of those cunts didn't donate all the people that were talking like they gave me like a euro 20 and it's like no no this isn't i said the donation is 10 euro this is like seven to ten euro and one bitch even she was like, "Oh, we were very loud as she was dropping the coins into the bucket. Like, we were very, we were very loud, but we weren't too loud." And I looked down the donation thing, and she's like left rubbish in my yeah. thing. I was like, "You can keep your rubbish," yeah. and I just didn't even respond to what she said. I was just like, "Nah." And so then I get Were off they stage. drunk? Yeah, yeah, they were also drunk. Um, and then I get off the, and I'm back in the sort of the, the DJ booth area packing. And I'm just like, I just, I'm crying. I'm just like, it was, it was just so frustrating. And it's not that I wanted more money. It was just like, I knew that these assholes that were interrupting and disrupting the whole show were going to also not, you know, show the gratitude and even be self-defensive around it. And I was, I was quite diplomatic, but they were really pushing it. Like, and, um, Anyway, so I cried afterwards, and all the comedians were, like, lovely. And it was, yeah. you know, I stayed for a drink afterwards and, and talked to everyone. It felt better. But I was so glad that this date didn't come because it was very emotional. <laughs> yeah. I also realized that I was emotional because I took MDMA two days before, and it's the classic thing of, like, 48 hours is when you lose the serotonin. Like, the serotonin. That's how
1: long it stays in.
0: Yeah. Okay. And that's when you're, like, <gasps> and it was, like, oh, that's why I was so
1: emotional. Yeah.
0: It was only in the drink afterwards that I was, like, oh. I wouldn't usually be this sensitive. Yeah. So anyway, fucking, yeah, so I, I end up texting this guy and like the sort of two weeks we were texting before we met up, he was quite quick to respond and now he hasn't responded and it's like, oh. wow, wow, like heartbroken by all the French people before I came to France. Anyway. Yeah, so I just wanted to I wanted to share the frustration of the yeah. of the
1: French ghosting you yes. French ghosting we call that fantôme fantôme.
0: <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs>
0: Wait, I'm gonna check my dating app to see if he has actually responded. Maybe, but like, like I, uh, you yeah, know. Anyway,
1: let's have a look. Which one is it? The dating app. He sorry. didn't
0: fucking respond. Yeah, he hasn't responded. I wrote him, but maybe maybe he was waiting for me to text back that night or the da- day after. Maybe he's done that thing where he's like, oh, she hasn't actually written to me straight away. But I'm also probably just making excuses. Yeah, he has not responded. And uh, yeah, I wrote back to him on the Tuesday night. Yeah, like like 24 hours after our date and uh, he has not written to me.
1: If you really want to see him again, I think it's worth one more message
0: there though like nah like I wrote like hey it was really nice meeting you let's move off this app here's my number mm. Hinge is the app that I'm
1: yeah. using I met my girlfriend on Hinge yeah
0: yeah how did that all work out like how did, what was
1: the process um, well for us put together normal good people it works so
0: ha
1: ha 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 get fucked Yeah, I liked Hinge more than the other dating app. I had more success using Hinge than other dating apps. I think if you're a guy, it is the dating app that, like, rewards you more for being more charming versus Tinder and Bumble.
0: Interesting. Why? Because there's um, all of the, kind of, uh, text prompts? Exactly. And even the voice note prompt.
1: They didn't have it when we were using Uh, Hinge. But um, you can also write your message... Before you've matched, and they can read that. Yes. Do you do you want that? You want people to write a message, or you want them to just kind of like, like a photo? I
0: like it when they write a message, but more often than not, the people that write the message I don't match with. <laughs> just like statistically speaking, but some, but 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 some of them, yes. Yeah. Like, but I like it if they've actually looked and they've. Yeah. And I I seldom just like because I think it's kind of lazy. I like to put a bit of effort in and be like, oh. So you've read this book, Wanker? No, like, but like I'll, I'll say something slightly intelligent or maybe not. Like, just like a joke, you know. Yeah. I like to reference, I like to show that I've read the profile.
1: Yeah. Well, yeah. That's yeah. a... My experience using dating apps is that, and like, you know, heterosexual, like, what's it, dating, mm. is, was very rare for me that I would have women write messages in responding to something in my profile. Oh, yeah? Yeah, it was, Well, there wasn't a lot of data. I was doing yeah. a lot more of the liking.
0: Yeah, 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 <laughs> um,
1: yeah. And, and then if there was a like, it would be just just the like on the prompt or the picture. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it always stood out when um, when someone would, and I would always respond.
0: Yeah. I don't always respond, because sometimes I just look at the profile like, woof no. like Or the, what they've written, I'm just like, oh,
1: Okay, I, get, I probably didn't always respond, but I think yeah. it really increased the likelihood,
0: yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, yeah, I really like Hinge. I really like Hinge. I, um yeah, I've met, um, I think, yeah, just one of the people that I have sex with I met through Hinge. Nice. But, um, but I haven't had any... Oh, yeah, my last boyfriend was from Tinder, actually.
1: Yeah, it works. Tinder, yeah. yeah Lots it does of people look, meet on Tinder.
0: A lot of people do. So, yeah, this whole, like, there's a new wave of people who don't like dating apps, but it's like or who refuse to be on them, but I'm like, I don't know. It's like, it's, why would you say no to the convenience of meeting people from the comfort of your home, you know, like, or the comfort of anywhere? It's like, it's, yeah, I, I like it.
1: Um, well, it worked for me, so yeah, I, I like it. I did. I don't like it anymore.
0: <laughs> um, Do you remember what you wrote to her, or did she write to you?
1: I wrote to her, and... Her, um, she had the prompt which was like, You'll impress me if I think you can, and then you dot dot mi-ta-te. dot. <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> You're like, I gotta buy this thing. Uh, yeah. if you don't know what a mi-ta- mitate is, mi-ta-te. Mi-ta-te. it's a what is it? It's like a you make
1: it's a rectangular stone mm-hmm. used to grind. Dried legumes. We're talking about dried corn. Uh, you can grind chocolate. Mm. Um, it is ancient Aztec technology. Yes. That, and I own one. You
0: own a <laughs> Metate. <laughs> we
1: we're talking about, I don't remember how it came up yesterday. No, me no. neither. But,
0: well, because you're, we're gonna, we, made, uh, we made tortillas today yeah. and made fresh ta- uh, tacos. Yeah. And, um, yeah, we we're talking about, uh, yeah, maybe using that. Or well, you selling it. You selling it because it's not practical to use it.
1: Yeah, it's just a decoration right now. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah.
1: <coughs> yeah.
0: So. Um, um, what I wrote to her, yeah. Yeah, so she, she so I said, think... I would be, um, I'll be impressed if you.
1: And then, uh, so that's like the prompt and then she has to complete it. And then she completed, if you can guess where I'm from. And then she had a photo that um, was, it was like clear that this is like her in Taiwan, but mm-hmm. she's white, right? So I wrote some, I just wrote like, are you Taiwanese or something? Like something, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <That sounds> <laughs> yeah. Um, and then, but I might've, I might've been like, are you Taiwanese? Like dot, that dot, dot, like, aha, uh-huh, just kidding, you're Lithuanian. Um, okay. Because I, um, her name was, very unique. I'd never heard it before, so I just Googled it. And then I That's had not creepy at all. Her first name, because they only give you the first I name. <laughs> um, and they only
0: give you, you say that with like a hint of regret. I couldn't do a <laughs> Google search.
1: I don't need the last name. Right. Used to work in tech. Yeah, right. We have the technology. Yeah. <laughs> um, and I confirmed with, I have a Lithuanian friend, just to confirm, like, is this Lithuanian name uh, oh, and then ah, I might have also written the entire message. I might have been, "Are you Taiwanese?" Written in Lithuanian, because I remember I asked my friend. Um, wow,
0: you really yeah. put the effort in yeah. there. Wow, good job, yeah. good job. And like, and she did she respond quite quickly. Yeah. yeah. <coughs> she was Lithuanian. She yes. is Lithuanian. Yeah, she's Lithuanian. She's still
1: Lithuanian. She you were really not going to enjoy being mentioned in the podcast. I think.
0: Well, we didn't mention it. Yeah, right? we, but, yeah.
1: It's very surface level.
0: It's very surface level. I don't think um, my creep listeners are going to be able to Google her. <laughs> based <it's> on done that. <laughs> yeah, I haven't been with that many. Had you been with many Eastern Europeans before? Or Central Europe, whatever they call themselves. Uh, no. No. They're like North, Euro- North Eastern Europeans. What do they call themselves?
1: they call themselves um baltic they are literally more east than russia do you know about this the um kaliningrad okay is a um what's it called exclave right Uh so you have big russia and then they have this little tiny part of russia that is in between poland and lithuania Mm -hmm. um and they pretend like they don't have nuclear weapons there and they Absolutely have nuclear yeah. weapons there. Yeah, okay. Um, they're ready to blow up NATO at any, <laughs> any <factor>. second. <laughs> Jesus. Yeah.
0: And so that's more west than Lithuania.
1: That's west it, yeah. of Lithuania. So it's kind of a technicality. Yeah, but that's, yeah, what, yeah. that's okay. what I say to her when she is like, we're northern, we're Baltic. And we, you are literally more east than Russia. <laughs>
0: <laughs> it's so funny how much they don't want to be eastern European. Yeah. I love it. I love it. Okay, so had you been with eastern Europeans before?
1: I don't think so. Okay,
0: um, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I, um, I met this, okay, we'll wrap it up in a second, but I met this, um, I was in Luxembourg uh, two weeks ago and um, did this show and at the hotel I was staying at, uh, they had like this, this wellness center and I didn't manage to organize another show before the show in the area. So I was like, how do I justify spending this money to get to Luxembourg? And so I was like, I'll find a nice hotel and do something nice there the day before so it's like a little holiday and this place had like 10 different saunas and um, a huge swimming pool and so went there the day before and swam and then saunas and um, when I was in the saunas I met this like there was this woman there and we kind of like exchanged some words and then in the the change room she complimented my tattoos and um, and then the next morning she was at breakfast like we like I, I saw her, but I didn't recognize her. And then I sat down and it just happened that like our two sad, lonely people tables were opposite each other and we were staring at each other. It was like, oh, hey. And then we chatted a little bit and then we decided to meet for a drink. Unfortunately, my show had been sold out already. And so she couldn't come. But I was like, oh, so where are you from? She's like, oh, I live in Dublin. I was like, okay, cool, cool, cool. We met up for a drink and then she's like, oh, no, I lived in Madrid before. I'm like, so are you Spanish? She was like, oh, no, I'm not Spanish. And she just kept avoiding telling me where she was Uh, from. Ah,
1: yeah.
0: And I was like, but where are you from? And she was like, Romania. Like, she really didn't want to tell me. She's like, I'm from, I'm from, I'm like, she's like, Romania. I'm like, I've got so many good friends from yeah. Romania. She's like, really? I'm like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And I just started listening to all of my good friends. I'm like, oh gosh, the water, Victor. Da-da-da-da-da. I even dated a guy. And um, she was like, oh. and the relief on her face. And just like the amount of um, fear and shame she was experiencing for being from Romania was crazy. The
1: way you're setting it up, I thought you were going to say Russia.
0: Okay, um, yeah, no. Russians, it's, it's a bit newer that they're... That's true. Whereas Romanians have a strong history of being labelled as thieves and gypsies. Yeah. I said the G word, but you—that know, I'm using it as the slur that people use against them. But, like, the Romani people, it's, it's a totally different thing, yeah. Um, yes. Uh, I have a bit about Romanians, actually. But I have it because... I love Romanian so much. And the whole bit is about shitting on, like, being like, no one chooses to be Romanian, you know, all of this stuff that audiences Did you can... try
1: the bit with her? It's like, no, no, I love <laughs> Romanian so much, I have this great bit. I, know. I didn't bring it up, but, like,
0: her reaction to it, to her um, whole attitude around being Romanian made me go, I should keep doing this bit because, like, there is this whole thing, the stigma, but I love Romanian. Yeah. Like, it blows my mind, you know, that anyone would be... Like Dragos has a whole bit about when he Dude. moved to London. Like he had no luck on the dating apps because he had that he was from Romania, and as um, soon as he removed yeah, yeah. that, like he even had a date walk out as soon as he he mentioned that he was from Romania.
1: Where is she from? Uh, know, maybe like, like, M- like Moldova. Moldova yeah, exactly. I no, was like, we, what's the country? We do not like each other. Yeah, yeah, yeah. you are Romania. We are Moldova. That's different. Yeah, that's different. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> um,
0: yeah, yeah. So it's a, it's a whole thing, but. Um, but yeah, all right. Any last, if you have a question or any last thoughts or any any direction you want to quickly take it in the last like two minutes?
1: Any final thoughts or, or questions? Questions. How's your stay been in Paris?
0: My stay's been amazing.
1: Awesome. I've had yeah. such a
0: comfortable couch, but also like, I was so I was really quite like, I meant I've already told you told you this, but the night that I did my solo at your venue, it was just I haven't felt that supported. Like I do have a co-producer that I work with and he's great and I love working with him and he's one of the few people I really work with but like the level of support and um, and help that you and Casper gave yeah. on on Tuesday was just like Yeah, I was really quite shocked at how lovely you guys were. Uh, I already know you met you guys knew you guys but it was just like so lovely and just there's a real kind of like I don't know Authentic, like sincerity and, and niceness here that yeah. you just don't the, expect.
1: The scene is very, uh, there. it's not just me and Casper. Like the, the scene in general, like um, if you had done your, I know if you had done your show with some of the other producers here in Paris, they would have treated you the same.
0: Yeah. And also like hanging out with James last night. Yeah. Like there's a, yeah, it's just like for, Paris has such a reputation for not being friendly. That I think you, I stepped in, you know, to the when I stepped into the scene, that was the expectation. But just so warm and lovely, yeah. and um, also all the food you've shown yeah. me, all these great places I've been to. Some of them. can you say the places that I've been to to recommend them for people?
1: Yeah, so we started with lunch at the Algerian barbecue.
0: Yes, which is so good. You you go and choose your 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 dead animal, and they yeah. cook it for you.
1: Yeah, they put it on the grill and then uh, slather a block of fat. Ugh all over while it's cooking Mm, chef's kiss
0: yes yes it was really good and they have like lots of other like amazing yummy stuff on the menu yeah
1: then um then we had mcdonald's (laughs) okay
0: so we had mcdonald's yes because you said like terence said that every french person says that mcdonald's is better in france
1: with yes i and i do not believe this to be true and it's because it's annoying talking to literally every single french person who believes this some of which have never been outside of France.
0: (laughs) (laughs) And so actually, when we were having this conversation, there was a French comic nearby. um, Well, English comic, but like he's French. And we asked him, and he was (coughs) like, oh, I know that people say this, but um, they also say it about Burger King. And that, I think, is true. (laughs) So... (laughs) So we're like, okay, we have to go yeah. to McDonald's because it was a Tuesday night and that's got to be the only thing that's open really except for like a kebab place. And it was really good. Oh my God, it was the best McDonald's. Like it was such a good, I had a Royale with cheese, guys. I had to do it. I've never eaten that before. And I'm not a McDonald's person because I was vegetarian for so long and McDonald's is the enemy. But the potatoes, the, the Royale with cheese, the chicken nuggets are chicken nuggets. I don't even yeah. can fuck chicken nuggets out. We went hard, by the way, and then there was a donut which was fucking super good. Like I'm still imagining the texture in my mouth.
1: Average. It's it, it,
0: it, McDonald's. It was a really good donut, and but the the macaron were not that great. I think maybe the strawberry one was better. But the chocolate yeah, macaron I one think was the, the chocolate
1: great. one could have been worse. Yeah. I'm I'm so torn. Like because I want us to have a nice. I want us to enjoy our McDonald's, but not that much. I... <laughs>
0: Because I want to hate McDonald's and I am very critical. It was an exceptionally good burger, <coughs> which is crazy to say. Yeah.
1: But we did agree that when I go to Berlin, we must have McDonald's yes. to really test the theory.
0: Yeah. And I think I've eaten McDonald's like three times in the last seven years and that's been in Berlin. And it was so below it, like to, like to the point where I'm like, ooh, and eating it just because it's like I feel bad that the animal died. And I'm like, mm. OK, I should eat this. Yeah, really gross stuff. So, yeah, we will go to McDonald's next time you visit Berlin. And then we went to two really classy places. Well, yeah, well, yeah. yeah.
1: Um, we went to two brasseries. So the first was Bouillon Chartier. It's uh, very well-known, uh, mm-hmm. quite touristy. I think it's great. The menu is classic French dishes, and it's not uh, expensive. No, it's and not. And it's a like beautiful atmosphere. Yeah, this yeah, it's it was great. We had... Um, I had... Beef bourguignon. Mm-hmm. And you had...
0: I had a salted cod gratin, gratin. Yeah, yeah
1: salted cod gratin. gratin. So like mixed with mashed potatoes.
0: Yeah. And I had a chicken noodle soup to start. And you had... And the pâté. And you had the pâté, which was... I couldn't handle that. That was fucking... That was, that was rough for me. Um, yeah, and then the second place was called the pig's foot. The Yeah,
1: pied de cochon. Pied
0: de, co- de cochon.
1: So I think it's the first time for both... Uh for well for me and the other guy we were with, James, who also lives here. It was all our first time eating there. And it was like a bit of a classier version than lunch. Yeah. But apparently they're open twenty four seven. Yeah. That's awesome.
0: Yeah, the food was the food was good. Yeah. The food was good. Um much more expensive than the other place, but yeah, still good and very nice setting. Yeah. So those are the recommendations. All right. Any any last things? Uh No, I think that's it. All right. That's been so much fun. So that has been Adults Only Comedy, Berlin in Paris. Thank you so much and goodbye. That was a salute from Terrence. All right.